with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, there is our buddy Dan Davidson along with Jack Michaels, a little Cam Moon, and Bob Stoffer in there too, and we want the cup here. And, uh, well, we certainly do. Speaking of Jack... The Oilers Update with Chris, Jack, Jack, and Matt. For Sherway Construction, join the Sherway team today. Head to Sherway.ca. Edmonton's country. Kissing 103.9. Welcome to the radio program, Jack Michaels. How are you, my friend? I'm good. And uh, like many Edmonton Oilers partisans, uh, quite relieved following the uh, events of a pretty wild weekend in Los Angeles. Uh, I don't think when you guys talked at, uh, and it should be noted, local time 6.15 on Friday that we knew what would be transpiring over the next 48 hours. But, uh, you know, quite an interesting game, three and four, where, you know, you feel if you're an Oiler fan that almost everything conspired against you in, in game three. And, you know, it, it seems to carry over into game four. But, you know, they say that there are, there is no such thing as momentum in the playoffs, and I think Game Four in Los Angeles proved that uh, for the for the first time, and 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 I can think of forever. Uh, Edmonton looked a little shell shocked at the end of the first period in Game Four, but you know, and I, I was quick to point it out. The one thing this team had was experience, and and not just in winning games, but in winning games that resembled what was going on in Game Four, and that was the win in New York City way back in November, where a loss would have left the over the Oilers under 500 coming home. Uh, and that would have been a, a situation where there would have been a lot of pressure. I think it was really the only crisis point that Edmonton faced all year. Uh, the second crisis point was, was Sunday night. And the Oilers, as they did in New York City five months earlier, came through with flying colors. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, they certainly did. And, I mean, the, it's been the year of the comeback in the NHL. It's crazy. The Leafs uh, did it last night. And, uh, Winnipeg did it a couple of uh, a couple of days ago, and they almost won the game. But they, I mean, they, uh, it seems like the yeah, no lead is safe, as they say. It's a very cliche, but it's true. Now we want to, uh, you know, when everybody experiences their own way. But watching that game, uh, you know, whether it was a, at the watch party or whether it was at a Rogers Place or whether it was sitting on your couch, I mean, when that overtime goal went in, when when Hyman blows down the wing and he puts it in the net, I mean, everybody was screaming and yelling. And you're the only one that gets paid to scream and yell. Yeah, I, I mean that. I suppose that could be true. I think uh, you know it, it's it's relief. It's uh, you know you finally you finally got a break of your own. And and the Oilers. I mean the worms started to turn in that game when when Edmonton uh, you know made a goaltending change and and Jack Campbell, who's had a, a tough year by his own admission, came in and did exactly what you're supposed to do as a professional and a veteran. And that's deliver the goods. And the save he made on Victor Arvidsson with about five minutes to go right before Evander Kane's tying goal might have saved not only the game, but Edmonton's season. Who's going to be the goalie tonight, uh, Jack? Controversy. Controversy. <laughs> Who do you think is the goalie tonight? Well, you know what? I honestly believe, uh, if I had to guess, uh, I think Edmonton will return to Stuart Skinner. Uh, I think that in the playoffs, you know, you, you need contributions from everyone, but you always want to start 
you know what who you believe is is your best best guy at that position i mean if you know if connor mcdavid or leon dryside all have a tough game then i'm sitting out the next game now now having said that i mean i i wouldn't necessarily put Stuart skinner on that level yet but i still think that you know at this point you you probably go with the guys who you know there's there's an old proverb in the the southern United States that says when you're invited to the biggest party of the year, you dance with who brung you. Yeah. And I'm going to rely on that proverb tonight and and think that might maybe Stuart Skinner gets the call. But Jay Woodcroft made a really good point, and he was coy, and, and coaches aren't going to give you much at this time of year when it comes to key lineup decisions. But, you know, he said no matter what choice I make, I'm going to be making – you know, the right choice because I've got two quality goaltenders. I've got two quality people. Yeah. So, okay. again, that's a guess on my part. But if it goes the other way, it won't be a second guess, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 100%. Okay, and really quickly, I mean, can you imagine that crowd tonight when that team hits the ice? Well, I, I don't have to because that's what Edmonton has shown in, in a wide variety of ways when it comes to getting behind something in the community. Uh, the city responds like no other in North America. We've talked about there's not going to be an atmosphere. You can't possibly prepare for it if you're Los Angeles. I, I certainly think back to Game 7 in a series where there wasn't home ice advantage really until Game 7. And and I, I thought the crowd, the atmosphere, the energy that night helped push Edmonton over the top head-to-head against L.A., and I have to think that's going to be an evidence again tonight, especially coming off that miraculous win. I mean, the city has seen its team get up off the deck, and now I think it's prepared to help push it over the top. Can't wait. Jack, tonight, again, game time. Puck drop just after 7.30. You can hear it on the voice of the Oilers, of course, 6.30, Chad, with uh, the one and only Jack Michaels with a call with Bob Stoffer and uh, the rest of the crew there. It's going to be fantastic. All right, go Oilers, go. And, uh, uh, yeah, we hope you're screaming and yelling lots of Oilers goals tonight, my friend. I look forward to it. The only thing, guys, about this game these games is it's a 750 puck drop tonight okay the days take forever oh man i just can't wait sunday was sunday uh, was ridiculous like it was absolutely ridiculous i tried to go to bed like i laid down a few times like i'm hoping that i pass a couple of hours like it was (laughs) it was well and and think about the delay between games five and six yeah for instance yeah you know we're not going to talk again for a week yeah i know if we thought it's been long up until now (laughs) wait till games at five and six so yeah. we're going to grow old before our eyes. But thanks for having me on. We Yeah, no problem. Real quick, I, yesterday was National Bucket List Day. I always said one of my bucket list things would be to call an oiler game. I could never have called the last game because, uh, Jack, literally every time the puck would go in the oilers' net during over, or oilers' end during overtime, I actually had my eyes closed until it got out of their end. So Yeah, that could curb your effectiveness. <laughs> but I, 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 I ought to tell you, Chris, you're going to have to bring some people to get me out of that booth. I, I, I don't think mono a mono you're getting me out of there we'd have to train a couple people i might be heading airborne yeah yeah no you and louie would keep me out of that that, that, (laughs) well louie's always effective for that but even stop (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) the immovable object this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast all right here we go marie and Didi are on the line they want to play quick draw it's a best of five kind of like a stanley cup playoff uh 
series, I guess. You got to get three to win it, okay? So, uh, ladies, we're going to ask you some questions here, and you just blurt out your answers, and please say your name at the end, because uh, otherwise it's going to be impossible to tell who's who, okay? Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Something found in a purse that starts with the letter L. Lip lipstick. Who said lip, who said lip gloss? Okay, that was just before lipstick. Okay, that's question number one. Question number two. A term of measurement that starts with a letter C. Centimeter. Centimeter. Marie. <laughs> what just happened there, Matt? Uh, Somebody won. We just don't know who. Somebody said centimeter. Marie said her name. So I said centimeter Marie, but yeah. I said centimeter, but I forgot my name. Okay, so we're going to go one one apiece here. Okay, here we okay. go. Something in the sky that starts with the letter T. T? Yep. Thunder? Yeah, thunder's, in the, thunder's a great answer. Thunder's oh. in the sky? <laughs> Who said thunder? Dee. Okay. Marie, you're up against the, you know what here? You got a blocker, okay? Okay. Something you do at a party that starts with the letter D. Great. Marie was in first. Yes. <laughs> wow. We're down to the final question for the $50 Ricky's gift certificate. A type of plant that starts with the letter J. Jungle plant? <laughs> Jehovah? A Jehovah? Jehovah? A Jehovah? I don't know. I think jungle plant might work. Google it. Just double check. What, jungle. jungle plant? Yeah. <laughs> of course there's a jungle plant. <laughs> jungle plant. All right. Jungle plant. Who said jungle plant? Marie. Sweet Marie. You're off to Ricky's. Congratulations, Dee Dee. Thanks for giving her all she could take. All right. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, you know, the orders were on the road, and uh, Roger's place was full for the watch parties, and uh, the moss pit was full, too. So people just love to be with people. And that's a minor understatement. It's a community event when the Oilers play, man. It's a pretty big deal. Okay. Speaking of that, um, Matt's uh, on me today pretty hard about the fact that uh, I'm wearing my Royal Blue Oiler jersey. I haven't wore this jersey for quite a long time. It's my favorite looking jersey out of all the jerseys. The o- I love the Royal Blue. The OG. Yeah. Right? So, got it on, but you're making fun of what's on the back of my jersey. Well, because I saw it, I'm like, okay, number 10, Royal Blue. Mm-hmm. Must be Sean Horkoff. Right. Great Edmonton Oiler for a long time. Yeah. Or but no maybe one the- Esatikinen. Sure. Okay. Just going back even further than that. Yeah. It, uh, let's go even further back than that. Yeah. Chris Sheets is on the back. <laughs> There's a Sheets on the back. Uh-huh. And I've always been of the mind, yeah. if you're a grown man, yeah. it's a little weird to be wearing a 20-something's name on your back. Yeah, I can't win, because when I wear my dry or McDavid, you make fun of me. Hey, I got a, I got a Neil jersey, so yeah. whatever. Okay, but anyway. But, like, your own name, are you in fantasy camp? <laughs> you're pretending that you're an oiler? Is that the goal? Like, look at me. This is what it would look like if I was on the team. I told you that I did not do this myself. It was a gift from the Edmonton Oilers back in, obviously, 2010. And uh, so I, I wear it occasionally. But I've never wore it to a game with my name on it. Please, no. No. I've never understood the engraving your own name in a shirt if, if you're an adult. Right. Kids, I totally get. Right. Right? Because it's like a big deal. They look up to the players. Right. But if you're an adult yeah. who's wearing it? Yeah. Is that it's not an, cool? It's not cool. And Okay. Who well, am I to tell you what to wear and when to wear it? I'll never call you out for it in person. But, but you kind of did me. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, if my friends. If any of my friends, I went to a game with them, they're wearing their names on their jersey. 
I might fist fight him. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Are we fist fighting almost? No. No, it's because you have an excuse. It was a gift. Yeah. It's a nice looking jersey. Yeah. Have you ever thought of uh, maybe getting Nail Yakupov on the back? <laughs> Somebody else other no. than your own name? I don't know what to do. I, I, anyway, I'm proud of my name. Well, I'm proud of my name, too, but I don't play for the Oilers. I don't <laughs> pretend I'm an Oiler. I was a long ways off from that. Okay. Is it is, is it cool to have your name on the back of your jersey? Or is it cool to be a 52-year-old man that's got Dreisaitl on the back of his jersey? You say that not either. Yeah, huh? I wear my jersey. I, I, I go with older players, yeah. right? Like players of your. You can't go wrong with that. Right. right. But like a modern player. Okay. Though I would wear a McDavid jersey without a doubt. Okay, seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can call or text. Talk jerseys this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I'm wearing my Oiler jersey with my name on it. Is that not cool? Matt says it's not cool. Matt, stop being a hater because the Oilers didn't give you a jersey with your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have got a jersey from the Oilers. Yeah. And I got bullied into taking somebody I didn't want to take on the back. Yeah, it's true. You did, actually. Come on, Matt. Give Chris a break. It's a gift. You know yourself when you receive something. You should be grateful and say thank you. Chris is happy with it. Then, I, yeah. I, the Oilers sent me a gift with my name on the back. Yeah. I'm very thoughtful, but it stays in the closet. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it does. How many jerseys you got? Like five others? And you decided to wear the one with your name on the back? Yeah, I got a few. Four or five. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Here's Jay Nielsen. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Seven fifty puck drop. If you're planning your party, you're going down to uh, again uh, to uh, any of the uh, fun activities uh, outside of uh, the arena. It, just thousands are going crazy down there. Last game, orders weren't even playing in the arena, and it was still full. And the moss pit was full. And then after the game, people just cheered and honked and went crazy for. About an hour after. <laughs> <laughs> Oiler fever yeah. has ravaged Edmonton. Yeah, can you imagine? This is just uh, the first round. we got to get through the first round, of course. It's tied two games apiece. Uh, wearing my lucky Oiler jersey. I don't wear this very often. It's the Royal Blue. It's the original, the OG. Uh, it has uh, a number 10 on it and my name. Got it from the Oilers back in 2010, and it's got sheets on the back. And Matt's like, come on. Are you you can't wear your own name on the you back. You can't wear your own name. You didn't play for the team. Somebody texts, I agree with Matt. It's pretty pretentious wearing a jersey with your name on it. So there you go. la ti da My yeah. girlfriend gave me an Oilers jersey two years ago with my last name on the back and a number one on it. Smiley face emoji. So that must mean they like it. I The thing is, that happened to me. I'd be so torn. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, this is such a great gesture. Thank you so much. I'd give her a hug. Because right. jerseys aren't cheap, man. No. And then I would... I have to find an excuse to never wear it to a game. Kirsty says, I love jerseys, but I agree with Matt. It's weird with your own name on it. In my um, in my mid-30s, I own a McDavid and a Smith jersey. I always wear my Smith. My one-and-a-half-year-old wears my McDavid jersey. Wears uh, the greats. Wear the greats from your era. I agree. Right? That's that's how it should be. I wear my dry saddle all the, all the time. It's, I don't sure. care. I'm, I'm proud to wear it and I'm fine with wearing it and I've got a McDavid too my McDavid is the other orange like the older orange so I, I don't wear it as much because it's not an up to date jersey because you got a color match because you're very fashion forward and I'm also color blind so <laughs> <Yeah>, true <laughs> I, I, I thought the jersey was red so that's how much I know about it Okay. Have you uh, thought about singing optometrist? Uh, I see one all the time, but there's not much they can do about it. I guess it. so. Yes. Uh, Christian, I would change your story about your Oilers jersey. They didn't give it to you because 
it was 2010. They put 10 on there because you are a 10. <laughs> yeah, I can guarantee you that's not why. <laughs> oh, come on, come on, come on. I think you are, Chris. Chris, is a, Chris is a soft five, hard four. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. National DNA Day today. DNA is quite the thing. Do you know what it stands for? You're going to tell me, I hope. Nope. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like dial... (laughs) Hold on. It's, um... What does DNA stand for, Matt? Uh... (laughs) What it... Hold on. Can we... Come on, Internet. <laughs> keep talking. I'm going to keep talking because here's our question this morning. What have you found out because of DNA testing? You know, 23andMe and... Forever uh, 21 or ancestors, whatever. Ancestry.com or whatever it is. What have you found out? I, I can tell you that uh, I got 23andMe uh, a number of years ago. And, you know, you're kind of like, okay, what... I mean, not that I didn't believe in the science, because obviously the science is the science. But sure enough, you know, when it started to line me up with my relatives, it was like, you share 25% of your DNA with this person. And then I'm like, that person? Or all I could see was the initials, AS. And it was my first cousin, Amanda Sachs. And she must have got it done. She did get it done. So there you go. But it was just like... Yeah, and we literally do share twenty five. Like it was, it it was crazy. And then remember when I always talk about the fact that uh, my family is related to the uh, to Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> you wouldn't think the by looking guy. at your hair. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> you're not the most. <laughs> no. Long story short, sure enough, it lined me up with all of my relatives uh, in Los Angeles. So uh, yeah, I, nobody can. I've got the. I've got it on paper that there's proof that we we were related. And we called one of the Sassoons, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we. I'll never do it just in case I get implemented in a crime. Oh, I see. See, see leaving that door crack open if I need to take somebody out. You, you know don't think I mean? somebody's already got your DNA? Well, my kids. No, no, but I mean, like you're testing, like no chance. They haven't, they haven't gotten it at some point. I don't, they, well, I mean, I don't think so. I, I don't understand how the technology works. But here's our question this morning: What have you found out because of DNA t- DNA testing? Like, did you find out? And I mean, you've got like other siblings, you've got children, you've got. Are you willing to tell us your stories? Yes, yeah, so let's find out. Okay. Well, you remember the there's this like serial killer in California that got caught by. Uh, whatever it was ancestry.com. Right. Like a relative yeah. tested. Yeah. And then they realized that this matched somebody in the database and they found out it was a, a cousin of this guy who killed like Okay. Like ten people. Okay. And they went through his trash. Yeah. Found it was him. Went through his trash, got his DNA. Yeah, I think eventually they confirmed it was him and then they okay. threw him in the pokey. All right. Happy story, Matt. <laughs> interesting, <laughs> if nothing else. Oh, no, it's interesting. Hey, people love that crime crime stuff. So, okay. What do you think? 780-421-1039. What have you found out uh, because of, uh, yes. And to end this, yes. we're not going to end you. It's, it's <laughs> deoxyribonucleic acid. I said that completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's DNA. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Okay, that's what DNA means. Yeah. I think uh, we were better off with you not answering yep. that question. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. About uh, DNA on this National DNA Day. And, uh, you know, what have you learned because of DNA? I found out I have a 
illegitimate sibling. That was traumatic. It would be. Uh, My grandfather got DNA tested when he was about 75. He actually found out he had a half-brother that he did not know about and never met who was in his 60s. Apparently his father had an affair with an illegitimate child that he never knew about, and he did end up finally meeting. Okay. Man, having affairs was so much easier back in the day. I think there's a lot, and I'm not just saying men, but I'm going to say there's a lot of nervous men when the DNA thing started. They're like, no, let's not do any tests. You think? Yeah. (laughs) You think? I don't know. Come on, you don't know? What do you mean? I don't... Uh, What do you mean? (laughs) Are we just going to stare at each other and say, what do you mean? 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 I mean, there would be a lot of that kind of story out there, and you'd be like, oh my gosh. Sure. I don't think it's as common as you think it is, but like... Okay, Matt. Like, I'm an innocent little boy and understand how the world works? I don't think a lot of people are going around... Making babies well, all over the place. Not a lot of people, but enough to There's make... There's a few, yes, of course. <laughs> a lot to make them... Enough to make them nervous. Uh, I only talked to one person in my family. I'm not looking for more DNA testing. I don't want any more family. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you get it, the clearly of having to talk to any people. Yes, Lane. Yeah, uh, I have... Uh, I'm, I didn't know my family on my dad's side very well, but in the past couple of years, our family found a cousin who, who was adopted uh, when he was nine months old, and... Uh, in that time, he found out the dad that he thought was his growing up wasn't his. Like, his biological father it was actually my uncle, who didn't know he had a son. So uh, my, my uncle and my dad have also found a handful of cousins through DNA. So lots of good stories and family reunions. Oh, I bet. Wow. I bet. Yeah, as long as they're positive, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And but- the cool thing is, is I grew up here in Edmonton. My whole family's in Nova Scotia. Um, but the cousin that we didn't know we had actually lived in Edmonton, so I was able to go meet him the next day. Oh, neat. Found yourself yeah. an Uncle Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Don't forget, we've got your chance to win Big Valley Jamboree tickets at 8.30 this morning with uh, Don't Blow It For Everyone. Talking about DNA Day, I did Ancestry in 2018, found my biological father and two siblings, says somebody. So oh, wow. that's cool. My dad never knew his birth father growing up, went on ancestry, ancestry DNA and found a brother nine months older than him. Turns out they had the same father. Not only did my dad have a newfound older brother and father, but also two younger sisters and a younger brother. Can you imagine? Mind blow. I kind of, I wish it hasn't happened yet and I don't think it's going to happen. I had a secret sibling out there. Yeah? I mean, my sister's just not quite enough. Have I you done DNA more. testing? No, but my mom has, so... Okay. I'm not going to do it. I think you should. No. I think you should. Can I spend a cup and you send it out for me? You might get that, you might get that sibling you've always wanted. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thanks to DNA testing, I want to meet your mama. There is the James Barker band, Kissing Country, 103.9 with Chris and Matt. It's 835. Sun's out. Uh, Looks like we may see a shower or two uh, later on today, which wouldn't be the worst thing. It was nice to get some rain overnight for sure, uh, especially with, uh, you know, how dry it is in so many areas. All right, we've got our special guest standing by. Let's do this. Kissing Country presents... Don't blow it for yeah, we say good morning to Chris, Carmen, and Heather. This contest is so good, but can be so bad. It all depends on how it goes. Chris, you're confident? Uh, yeah, fairly. Okay. Oh, yeah, fairly. Didn't answer that confidently. Okay, that's all right. 
He's not caught. Happy birthday yesterday, so I'm just hoping for wishes. All right. Happy birthday, buddy. All right. Carmen, how about you? Um, somewhat confident. Okay, cool. All right, and Heather? Yeah, I would say somewhat confident. Somewhat. Okay, good. Yeah, no, it's it's better than not be overconfident, right? Listen closely to the questions. Take your time. And no canoodling, as Matt would say. Mm-hmm. If you no know, sharing with friends, it's it's it, when we say Chris, it's only Chris that can answer. Okay, or you blow it for everyone. No helping. Big Valley Jamboree tickets to go to the Big Valley. It's going to be a huge year with Morgan Wallen, Dirk Bentley, Dallas Smith, just to name a few. High Valley's going to be there. Lone Star, Bailey Zimmerman. It's just going to be a great year. Okay, and you're all going with three day passes. If. Woo-hoo. You don't blow okay. it for you don't blow it for everyone. All right, Chris, you are in first. You get the first question. You ready to go? Yeah. Let's, let's All right. Go. Oilers in action tonight. What country is Leon Dreisaitl from? Hey, that's where my ancestors come from. Germany, Cologne. Yeah, Germany. Okay. The Germans. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so you're off to the side, Chris. You've done hey. your part. Come on, ladies. Okay, come on, ladies. Hey, you got this. Carmen. Yes. Listen closely. Actor Renee Zellweger turns 54 years old today. What country star was she briefly married to that has a sexy tractor? I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. No! Are you... I even added that second part to try to make it easier. Like, yeah, like... That had a sexy tractor. No, you don't know it all? Um, let me think. Um, Kenny Chesney? <laughs> Thank you, Google. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, I'm sorry, guys. No, that's no, you right. Got it right. You got it right. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. You got it right. Oh, you d- I hope I get the last one. Then. You, did, you didn't. Oh, you will. You didn't Google it, right? Absolutely not. No, she knows she thinks my tractor's sexy. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go, Heather. I don't know. She just pulled that one out of her. You know what? Okay, here we go. Morgan Wallen is coming to Big Valley. Name two Morgan Wallen songs. Go. Oh, man. Okay, let me think. Super nervous. Take your time. Um, Take your time. No, don't take your time. No Googling. Morgan Wallen, Okay. I'm really good at knowing all the songs. I know. Or the... Uh, okay, spit them out. You can do it. Okay, um, whiskey glasses. Okay, and? Uh, last night. That was about as stressful as watching an Oiler game. Yeah. <laughs> what a comeback in the third. <laughs> Congratulations, Chris, Carmen, and Heather. You didn't blow it. You're all going to Big Valley. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9.